0: What's up, party people in the house? Yes, yes, yes. We're about to rock this weekend the right way. Start your Friday off right with the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Zooming in from Brooklyn, New York. Today, we're bringing somebody in from Denver, Colorado. Before I bring my guest on, the message of the week is something I uh, I creeped off of his LinkedIn account, which we'll learn more about and how popular he is on linkedin but this is this is just a really he, he puts out a lot of great quotes and content but uh this one really stuck out to me recognize your roots but realize they are for growing with that bringing on travis lochner otherwise known as
1: t lock yo <laughs> <laughs> loving it good morning uh almost afternoonish, i guess over there on on the east coast Correct. thanks for having me brother hey
0: man thanks for coming on you look strikingly like your picture.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I keep thinking I need to refresh my headshot because it's like really old and then I'm really and then, not really. No, <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty simple package deal here. We got beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> How's everything today? You're in Denver, right? indeed i'm actually a touch outside of denver um technically in colorado springs but uh the seo value of having my linkedin (laughs) say denver is much better got that i got that that's awesome
0: uh so travis here is uh for for those of you listening um he's a a media-based marketing specialist uh but his background is in music and production and he's actually an athlete as well so we share a couple of common interests so i want to take it back speaking of roots and talk about your beginnings like in music and production and 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 fitness and how that led into and supported your your undertaking in marketing
1: oh yeah absolutely i mean it's been uh such a journey of evolution and pivot points um throughout my life and a lot of it has yeah it's led me to this this lane i'm in right now that feels like feels like this is the this is the one but we'll see Um, but yeah i grew up my my like the first 20 years of my life are pretty pretty simple in the storytelling version Um, i played hockey Pretty much every day of the week, I had practices and games every weekend and traveled around the country playing travel hockey tournaments. So that was my childhood. It embedded uh, a lot of my my work ethics, my character, my personality, like a lot of that was just baked into my my general existence, just being growing up being an athlete. Um so I rode that from about age four to twenty four uh was the end of the line for me. End of college hockey. Um it was clear it was not going any further <laughs> than that. Uh and that was kind of the end of the line. And I had this it's okay, I had a backup plan. Um I was gonna be a music producer. <laughs> So um, that was sort of my alter ego that I had discovered throughout like middle school, high school, sort of finding your creative being. I had discovered self-producing music, um, creating uh, everything from scratch on your computer, doing the vocals in your bedroom, like uh, and was just fascinated um, with that concept. So I pursued music uh, and the EDM world and DJing for a while. Um, and ultimately discovered that was not a super feasible route either, um, either on your soul or your bank account. Um, so I eventually had a, a moment of everything in my life, uh, coming to kind of this, this cross point of hockey was finally over. I was finally coming to grips with, with detaching from my music world. Um, and even actually a, a long term relationship I was in was was ending um, one that I thought again, like, I, th- I think this is the one. Um, and all of this was happening at the same time. So I had this massive identity crisis, struggle, whatever, whatever uh, it's officially called. But it was the, the lowest point of, of my life that I've been like, OK what the hell are we doing here? Like, what is is this situation? What am I here for? Um, And I had discovered branding and entrepreneurship. And since that moment, it really changed the trajectory of my life. Uh, I built my first company and business in the cannabis space. Um, discovered community growth, brand building, um, all of this, this whole new world I didn't know existed of, of you can create a brand and create a business from scratch. And I just poured my heart and soul into that and and built a company from, from startup uh, to acquisition in, in about 18 months and was just like, Whoa. Okay. Um, So from there, uh, I transitioned into a consulting role, like more of an end advisor, um, which gave me the hands off approach of seeing like how you can zoom out and support other people from consulting and strategy, et cetera. So that really set the foundation for me to become a creative director and work kind of in the agency of environment, like, okay, I could do this for myself, let's try it for other companies. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, just worked with every type of brand, every level of industry, every type of company. Um, And then very recently, starting to focus much more in rather than just helping anybody with everything <laughs> I'm zeroing in on this media production and live stream productions as a media based marketing strategy and that's been kind of the sweet spot I'm I'm carving out this last year uh, that's just been beyond valuable since I've I've jumped in so that's the general primary pivot points and and trajectory that's brought me here to this wonderful seat i spend way too much time in
0: <laughs>
1: it's funny i i kind of had
0: this feeling that cannabis was coming up uh being that you're from colorado i didn't realize it was gonna drop that quickly in the show but it was like it's gonna happen and and you did it um so we got we, one check mark off the list <laughs> love it um i i want to know asking from especially from the music production background because i to um come from a music background actually my i went to school for music what did you study in college
1: i oh boy this (laughs) was (laughs) okay uh uh, yet another yeah for a long while i wanted to be a a journalist um so i i pursued uh what the degree ended up being is like communications and media management but the original vision yeah i wanted I wanted to be, like, an investigative journalist or, like, a high-level, like, media producer, um, but the the environment was just awful. So, yeah, like, t- 2010s, 2014 was around, like, my college realm zone, and that was just, like, the demise of, of the news industry and media yeah. industry getting taken over by, like, BuzzFeed style and HuffPost yeah. stuff. And I was just, like, this is yeah. so not the industry I thought I was wanting to pursue. I was wanting, like like spotlight style, like investigative stories and stuff. And that was just not the direction the industry was going. So, um, yet another, uh, great, brilliant plan in my head that didn't, didn't, uh, work out nearly as great in, in reality.
0: Well, you know, we, we learn from our, from our failures or losses, you know, like if it was easy, you know, we wouldn't try so hard um and a lot of what you know especially following your linkedin account you it's about pushing and and growing and like the, the quote today is about growing um and you know it's funny um the roots that under are under a lot of strain are the ones that often like like wine wine roots they're strong as can be and they're they're just like taxed all the yeah, time a great like they point. don't they don't grow well wine like the, the drinking grapes don't grow well in uh like well you know like on the east coast they don't grow well Mm -hmm. because it's just too it's too it's too good the soil is too good you know they like (laughs) that dry like just like the most where nothing else will grow like cactuses and and winemaking grapes um and who doesn't who doesn't want to be like wine Um, (laughs) so even more to my point is like you, you like myself like got into these rather creative and and um like shareable information type of uh backgrounds like music journalism i was really into writing in fact i i entered college as a music major and we had to do this like english entrance whatever i can't even remember what it was this was in the 90s so it was was very blurry at this point but we had to write this essay you know like a long one and and i submitted it and uh this was like the you know before school even started like earlier in that summer we had to go for a few days and like do all this stuff and the English department asked to see me. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Did I bomb this thing, you know? And they pulled me aside and they were like, we see here you're a music major. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, have you considered being an English major? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. I, I, I see where you're going. I was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna play my way through school. Like there will be no writing if I, if I have mm. my way. Um, but I, over time, and I got into the media game, like this, I got into the social media and like, uh, Branding and and content production much later, but there was a point where I realized it was all content all the way along. I've been building content for 25 years. And it really took like this point, like you were saying, all these things had to click. I had to lose in some some major battles, too, you know, um and continue to. but but it's all pushed me to this point with business. like I you know, restaurants were my second thing. It was like my backup, mm. you know, I'd always done it, and it and it ended up working out and and making you know a career in the food and beverage industry in in New York, which is not not bad. you know it's it's been fun. Um, but it's not the only thing I want to do, but it's like that was like the business side. And then I was doing all this content creation, whether it was music. Or writing, and and it's all kind of coming to the to a head. Is that was that a similar path for you?
1: Yeah, no, I'm actually having that. Yeah, pretty much that moment this last year of nice. uh, everything I've utilized in, uh, like yeah, the music realm of. General production, um, putting together the the high-level production, it's, it's multiple pieces that all need to come together, the artist, um, any samples or other producers are bringing in the mix, kind of that high-level um, strategy. The technical details, um, I hadn't realized how— far ahead of the game i had i I became in like audio engineering um Mm -hmm. podcast mastering like little stuff like that and like noise gates and compression like that's just second second nature to me is like a whole new world so that's been coming to use um in streaming and media production like audio is a huge huge piece of that puzzle um and then, yeah, the creative element, uh, as I alluded to earlier, when I was kind of in the that help anybody with everything um, type of stage for like four or five years as as a creative director, probably 80 or 90 percent of the time that ended up becoming a content marketing strategy um, for most of our, our clients and businesses, whether they were a, a solo c- c- CBD solopreneur or like a high level enterprise like company with multiple assets, almost always there was a content marketing strategy of some sort. And what I've really zeroed in on was just doing a lot of things I was already doing for clients um, and fitting into their strategy, but now finding a way that I can do it like way better than anybody else. (laughs) Um, And many other things like just writing a blog article, it's difficult to be like, the best or like a top one percent or what one percent writer. Um but for this culmination at the media at the cross points of media and marketing and music and creating that experience, um, I found I was able to tap into that like that 1% of like, yo, this is like really a lot better <laughs> than like a lot anything else I've done. Like this is awesome. Um so I've actually been Disc- not only discovering those moments this last year, um, but been having more of them as as I go further down this path of of live stream production and plugging it into a, a repurposing strategy um, is is a big piece of the equation over here. Um, but yeah, as far as that convergence and that uh, those lanes starting to merge. It seems like yeah all three of the my my prior lanes in life have kind of started coming to uh coming to the surface here this this last year.
0: That's awesome. Really cool. We're going to take a quick break, all right? So grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, whatever you need. We'll be back in just a minute everybody. woo
2: You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
0: Hi, folks, if you're just tuning back in, you're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Today, we're zooming to Denver, Colorado, Colorado Springs, apparently, but Denver is better SEO for all you SEO <laughs> fans out there, uh, talking to Travis Lagner, aka T-Lock, about his background in sports, hockey, uh, studying journalism in college moving on to a music music production career and all of these things kind of culminating into being a media based marketer and how actually things not working out are what has pushed you into this thing where you're like oh i think i think we might by golly i think we may have done it like you know and that's for like up and coming entrepreneurs or or people you know there's it's interesting that you talked about like how the last year and the pandemic, and and I even wanted to ask you in a minute about a post that you uh, put up about that maybe a month or so ago. You know, a lot of people. I'm finding I'm in in a similar process now where I'm starting to consult for people, and it, it largely centers around social media, podcasting, and and just small business management. You know, there's there's a lot of things that you know being. A restaurant owner is very scrappy and you kind of deal with a bunch of uh sorry my forgot to turn my phone off uh you you deal with a lot of uh you, you it's like frontline you're in the battle the battle zone all the time uh as compared to maybe like a more digital based business so it it's easy to offer advice um on war when you've been in war <laughs> you know um but I'm finding uh, through like clubhouse rooms and I've done a number of masterminds and, and the radio show, all these things. There's a lot of people right now that are looking to either go into business for their, for themselves. Maybe they were laid off or maybe they realized how fragile their existence was at their company with all the, you know, the the strings being pulled back uh, under economic strengths. So there's, I think there's a, a big market for that right now too, which is an interesting part is that the timing is probably pretty good uh, as far as uh, uh, client acquisition as well. Um, but you you posted something, it, it was maybe like a month or so ago about being an introvert and how the pandemic and especially like going live all these times has really helped you. So there's these two things that have happened for you uh, during this time period where you were, you know, because of not. That- not necessarily failures, but just like things didn't work out the way you would hope to. Same for me, the music industry, it was going well, I was doing okay, but I hated it. I really was just like, yeah. I love music, but I despise yeah. what I what's happening uh, with it and to me um, because of it. And so I just was like, I still can do whatever I want on my own. I have my own studio, you know, I can, what you drinking, by the way, I said coffee or tea. I can't tell if you're drinking like Red Bull or like beer or like.
1: Sponsored like, by BB. Monster. I know you, you, to you turn, the
0: turn the label. Turn the label. Well, that? I, I have guys sometimes that are like cracking wine at like high noon, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like,
1: um, not quite there yet. It is okay. Friday, but not quite <laughs> at that there uh, yet.
0: <laughs> um. So I'm I. I, 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 I be curious to hear just like your thoughts on that, like the the pandemic. Because for me, the pandemic—I don't want to say it was great. You know, I did first of all, I didn't die, um, which is good. Um, and nobody I know, none of my friends, and like people, we all got sick. Well, especially in New York, we all basically got COVID, and a lot of us before things even shut down. Um, but it 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 really set up a lot of the foundation for a lot of uh of kind of amazing things. You just kind of elaborate on your experience a little more in that. Not not necessarily like, oh, I got x number of clients, but mentally like how it uh how it affected you.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, uh this pandemic, I believe really was the catalyst. I may have eventually kind of stumbled towards this lane, but this was definitely the the push in the pool. Um, so to continue the the exact same theme we've kind of been seeing here um, in in the entrepreneurial journey. Uh, <clears throat> in the beginning of 2020, I had finally started taking LinkedIn seriously, started the content creation game, whatever, and I had came to the conclusion of like, okay, well, the va- real value of this is building the relationships. So it's great to have online connections, online followers. Um, so I started planning an event in early of 2020, and had set everything up to kind of do like a LinkedIn mixer, mix and match. Had booked the speakers, booked the venue, um, had everything set up for for a, a downtown Denver like LinkedIn event, and COVID came, <laughs> and it was like literally the week they had lockdown, shut down like in in the first few cities and stuff. Um, of course, right when we had it planned. So I had the option of just saying F it and (laughs) canceling the entire thing.
0: You can can Uh, curse. It's okay. You can say say fuck.
1: (laughs) And, yeah, so essentially I was fucked. (laughs) And, And rather than canceling it entirely, I decided to test this little thing called zoom <laughs> and downloaded zoom bought it uh and set up our speakers through that um you may recognize one of them uh john palmar from shay Robottom's uh world was was on the come up and i just brought him in as a random random guest and uh just ha- we had a v- virtual event um it wasn't really p- Super planned. It was kind of last minute. Um, but it was it flipped so many switches in my head of people that were just like asking and calling and booking calls with with John right after it was done. Um, had tons of people asking me, like, yo, great job. Are you doing more of these? Like, what's when's the next one? And I was like. Yo what? Like I <laughs> just I just downloaded Zoom yesterday. Um so started doing more of those. I'm very uh, very iterative. Um as you can tell I'm I'm open to pivoting. Yeah. Um so I had seen this positive feedback signal um of people being like yo this is awesome, we want more. So started doing more of them in Zoom and eventually started filling the the Zoom rooms. Uh so we started doing public streams rather than it being like zoom semi-private zoom events Mm -hmm. uh and then it was just off to the races there because then i started thinking of it more like tv shows and talk shows and uh we put together an improv show um just so many ideas started to crack open when it came to live stream productions so honestly i was just kind of testing the waters experimenting with so many things, the same thing I would do in music. Let's try this style, let's try this genre. Um, and was seeing what worked, what didn't work, and really zeroed in on this equation that is extremely valuable for, for businesses, for entrepreneurs, for anybody trying to build their brand or community where they could invest an hour into this sh- one show per week and it becomes a, a community event, a recurring event. Like people want to show up and come to um, the lead generator of interviews. Like how, how you can bring people on as guests and interviews is now a lead generator. Uh, and then you can publish it either as a live stream, as a podcast, if you set it up right, um, or just as recorded video series, recorded video show. And that alone is already big wins for anybody that would be interested in building their brand. Mm -hmm. And then the additional piece that I've kind of added in from the agency realm was all of the post-production. So now from that one hour a week, we essentially have a limitless source of content that we can repurpose, um, make montages, promo trailers, parody trailers, um, just a virtually limitless pool of content from a person investing one hour a week. And that's like that sweet spot that I'm discovering is super valuable for some people that don't have the ability to invest in a 10 or 12 or 14 hour video Um, as far as production and scripting and editing and all of that. Like if I can handle all of the production and post-production, there's a sweet spot for people that just want to show up do their thing for an hour and then the rest is is all ready to rock and roll um, and that's that's the sweet spot that I've uh, been zeroing in on but really the catalyst was that this this covid moment of uh, having to switch that that event to a virtual one and from there it was off to the races um, with leveling up those productions in different creative ways
0: I remember that event I remember you promoting it <laughs> I had just gone to uh, the executive producer of, of talk radio invited me to this networking event um like right across the street from grand central and it's the first time I'd ever gone to anything like that and um I ended up at a in, a in a small breakout group with a lady who was like a you know a major marketer at linkedin and so yeah. we we just like talked and this was this was like the last week in February, something like that, and maybe it might have even been march i can't remember and we we either way, we ended up talking on the phone like early March, um and it was right around the time you were doing that, and so like this like light bulb started to go off in my head where I was like, "Oh, I could do like these and I was doing little things kind of at at the restaurant, but i I had not roped in like gotten specific about LinkedIn or like Instagram or Twitter uh relationships and i actually followed through on one of them and i had a lady um it's, it's funny same for me a lot of people were asking me we used to do all of our interviews in studio the studio is right by madison square garden and it was live and i would sit across the table from my guests and people would reach out to me and say hey can i be on your show and i'm like yeah you're in new york and like no I'm like you're coming or like no i'm like sorry man i don't do this this like remote thing <laughs> you know i kind of like frowned upon it <laughs> And one lady though, actually from LinkedIn was like, yeah, actually my husband's from New York and we're going to be there in a couple of weeks. And she wanted to promote this thing, this blockchain thing she was doing. So I was like, Mm. come on in. And it was like right at that same time. And I was like, wow, we can actually do this. And then the the hammer came down, the world shut down. And I remember having to go like do that first zoom. And I was like, damn, I don't know how this is going to go, but it ended up being the really like the best thing. It was like, I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing.
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely sold. I've, I've reached, I've reached the point where now when I have somebody that back. that calls <laughs> that like calls me on a normal phone, like just a normal phone call. I'm like, what is this? Like, we, why, we why are we can doing we, this and, Zoom, um, and then like, yeah, I'm um, w- one day, yeah, we'll, we'll have in-person stuff, but like the energy, like efficiency formula in my head is like Yo, I can have like ninety-nine percent of my meetings right here yeah, <laughs> if exactly. I need to. So it's gonna be hard to jump back into the, yo, you wanna go grab coffee? And then like a fifteen minute coffee becomes like an hour and fifteen minute trek, and you're like, Yeah, I can't do that like do six that. times a week. Like what? <laughs> Um so it'll be interesting, but no, I'm I'm glad you you can resonate with the, the same yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's very similar. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, it's time for another break. So grab your coffee, grab your monster. I got I got some seltzer, whatever you need, and we'll be back <laughs> in just a minute, everybody.
2: You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
0: we're gonna keep it rocking here with t-lock travis locker listening to the entrepreneurial web i'm your host jeremiah fox We're talking about media-based production and uh great uh you know just kind of mic drop section back there travis on um on really leveraging the live stream so i'm gonna kind of you know Stephen g pope was on the show i know you guys are our buddies uh last month and i did the same thing to him so i'm going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit and see if just you know guinea pig style um so for me something similar i was invited to host a show here on this uh station in september of 2019 that's when it was yeah so like not long before everything shut down and like no background at all just like i was a guest on another show and sam the executive producer was like you got a good face for radio kid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to do your own show and i was like yeah i heard this was a good idea and i was just starting to i was you know same thing like wasn't doing enough proper marketing for my businesses and all these people were also asking me for help and it was kind of suggested like you should do some some consultation and, and coaching kind of thing I'm like all right this can all this can all all these pieces could start to come together but at first I was just winging it you know going to the studio and bring friends luckily I'm in like a, a, a high talent area you know like yeah. all my <laughs> like every neighbor is just like amazing and owns their own business and like you know Brooklyn's like this epicenter of entrepreneurship right now and so i just started like bringing a bunch of my friends on and like stumbling and falling but they picked me up and made me look good and everything I And mean, then everything kind of the kibosh came on but it was also like right before that in january i had hernia surgery and i was laid up for like 10 days and like i'm i'm a like busy 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 go 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 guy i don't stop to smell the roses much but that gave me this opportunity to kind of step back and just like i couldn't do jujitsu you know i couldn't do anything i just had to like chill and um and i just like assessed the landscape of what was happening in terms of social media the podcast and then it really started to kind of click for me and the the idea of like building relationships and community like which i've done for years physically but it didn't occur to me necessarily that was like the approach for social media and digital outreach as well but it kind of clicked and then, boom, we're on Zoom, and we're, we're, I'm pulling people from all over North America, and like I'm in these podcasting communities, I'm in these marketing communities, like, I don't know how I got here, but I'm here, and people, you know, same as you, people are like, oh, you're actually, like, farther along, and I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm at the bottom, but they're like, I've done, I I've, I've put in the work, but now I'm looking to, to level up. So I host this show every week, but I want, it, I want to really, like, magnify it. And I've been doing a lot of the work myself in terms of the post-production and just trying to market the show. So what would be your advice or if you were, if I came to you and said, okay, I do this hour show, I'm very busy, but I really want to like maximize the output. What would be like your steps to, to uh, either help me get that done or be like a done for you service? What would you, what would you kind yeah. of offer?
1: Yeah, no, this adventure, uh, lots of people are in this equation um, as it, it ultimately becomes much more of yeah, a time energy equation, um, even at your max capacity. So max production would be somebody following you around 24-7 Gary V style um, for the 99% of the world that doesn't have that. Uh, a team following you around of documentarians and uh, videographers, all this stuff. Um, a strategic setup around your show, whether it's a live stream, a podcast, or just recorded video that um, you want to share as a, a web series. Uh, the strategy there is just getting crystal clear on the who it's, who it's for. Um, a lot of people get have the broad dilemma of they just they we just want to reach everybody and help everybody. <laughs> um, so that's typically the first place to start. Um, same way I would with a content marketing strategy mm-hmm. of getting laser specific on the buyer persona. In this case, the the target audience. Um, and then essentially you have two lanes to choose when it comes to picking your route of monetization, essentially. There's monetizing the show through the audience, um, which would be like through sponsorships, general, just you want more reach and more viewers. Um, and and you can sponsorship that way, but it's, and it's a heavy focus on increasing the numbers. So it's a, a slightly different strategy than the other direction, which is using your show as the top of your funnel or a portion of your funnel, mid funnel or Mm -hmm. somewhere. So you would want to plug in to your buyer persona, your uh, current product or service, whatever your offering is. And if you can merge those two worlds with your show, that's the sweet spot um, that we would want to hit is finding something that either your audience or your guests going to be pooled into that world whether it's a community um it could be as simple as an email automation chain that that tracks them down the next 12 weeks <laughs> or something but uh you want it to be pooling people into your world that's uh the continuous cycle that we see with with media with any type of uh social media presence or digital presence it's not a a one and done type of thing that's what a lot of people think of it as like um, just like a single event. Uh, I think of it much more like a, an, in an interoperating, like machine, like a media machine you want to be building. Uh, and the monetization piece is just the output, but you want to be able to have those multiple stages, which are usually stuff like the micro content is top of funnel that has the most reach but usually the least impact. They're short little clips or text posts or image posts that uh, will be seen by a lot of people, but isn't going to have a super deep impact. So then you start using the middle funnel for... Good interview clips or behind the scenes type of stuff, Uh, stuff that pulls people a little bit deeper into your world. They understand your your experience with martial arts and interests, Uh, and then really the deepest portion of what I see the value in live shows or live streams is that end of funnel like authentic engagement. Like when somebody spends ninety minutes on stream with you, like. They feel you. They know your vibes. They know your energy. They know y- your your dogs that bark in the background that pop up. Like, it's a different level of connection when you reach that last portion. So that's what I've really seen where I've seen these media productions the most valuable is it's not your end-all, be-all source of, of everything. But if you already have a business... And an offering you can plug people into, that's the ideal route I'm seeing because a lot of people in the traditional, if you just hop in and you're like, I'm going to start a podcast, I'm going to start a show. Uh, your natural inclination is just we want as many audience, we want as many viewers as possible and let's get a sponsorship. Like, And uh, it's just so easy to lose, same way we see it in music. Um, like It's so easy to lose the soul and the connection And everything when you go that route so it's really about just having a clear strategy from the start so there's a little bit of like post-production processes and systems and stuff you can optimize to to maximize your money or your energy or your effort but ultimately it's just about having a crystal clear strategy of who is this show for what are they getting from that show and then where do we plug them into whether it's a community a coaching service a Physical product. Um, if you have alignment, it just becomes a continuous, continuous leveling up, I guess, or a continuous machine that you're always moving the needle a little bit. It's not like a more of like I guess a webinar approach would be the opposite strategy of it's one event designed for conversion right. and then you're good. Um, I kind of just think of it as an ongoing machine. That you know this with the community building you've done, yeah. I'm sure is. It's not just like a, <laughs> a single like, task a on rod. your checklist. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would really be the strategy from my end would be getting crystal clear on your persona, your offering, and then how can we reshape this show or any shows you're, you're, you're developing to plug people into those equations, whether it's <laughs> guests, uh, people from the audience, or even people they, uh, No. A lot of the times you don't even realize, yeah, the extended network of people that will say, yo, I just watched a stream on XYZ. I know you needed help on ZYX. So here you go. Um, So yeah, that's that's really the biggest piece I see is not having a clear strategy or purpose uh, attached to the media. It's like a lot of people just do it because they feel like, well, everybody else has a podcast, so I felt like I needed to have podcasts. <laughs> and um, sure, maybe that'll work out for you, but it's not likely. <laughs> so you do
0: you do offer um, some production guidance geared towards the the outcome.
1: Yep. So yeah, the complete done for you packages that I've kind of been stumbling into are essentially like s- strategy and consulting sessions to build out the show. Um, any prep work needed before going on air so whether it's like studio setup uh, media coaching um, audio why does my mic sound like crap like what just all those one-off things um, to make you confident basically the goal my goal is for somebody to go on camera and they don't have to worry about any of the bullshit that comes along with oh, the guests stuck in the Zoom room and the the stream on Facebook is downgraded to the wrong quality and the comments aren't loading on this. And like all the stuff that can just make you so distracted. Uh, people feel that and see that. So um, if I can create an experiment experience where the talent or somebody just jumps on camera and the show is ready, they don't have to worry about the tech going wrong. Um, and then it. they're just fully focused on it. Um, that gives me the best quality episode to, to now slice and dice everything into micro content. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's really that clear purpose and strategy. And then the production is just basically trying to get ahead of all of the problems of what can go wrong. Uh, and then the post-production is how can we maximize this effort we've already invested? Um, so a lot of times that's just, again, back to brand alignment and that buyer persona. Um, sometimes it's going to be funny and entertaining micro content clips that are going to work. Other times it's going to be those more like authoritative mic drop moments. If that's more of if you're an author or something in, in that type of realm. Um, so, yeah, it's really flexible lanes, um, but a lot of it's just focused on clear strategy um, as much pre-production support i can offer and then uh the post-production is a bottomless pit of your your content pool pretty much yeah um at that point if if we're doing things right
0: nice very cool all right one more quick break and we come back i want to talk about your podcast the beast node and and just like what else you got going on all right so nice. thanks to everybody we'll be back in just a minute we-
2: you're listening to talk radio nyc
3: Uplift, Educate, Empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19-related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, Employment Law Business Law Attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I
4: am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc.
3: Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're
2: listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
0: Okay, folks, we're going to wrap this puppy up once again. Zooming in from Denver, Colorado, we got Travis Lochner here giving great advice, just total bombs on how to leverage your live stream, your podcast, any video content uh, you have, if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur, or you just got a message you want to share. It's funny, a friend of mine, she's been in a bunch of clubhouse rooms. She's like, I got a job. I don't want to like start all this. I just want to share my message of love and joy. And it's like, cool and she's putting the work in but it's like it could also be that just somebody that's just like i just have a message i want to share you know Mm -hmm. um and and helping them figure that out uh how to do that best so tell us about the beast node what is this this all about you even hopped on tiktok right we talked about that a little bit for a minute
1: try a little bit yeah so i'm a (laughs) I, I am, yeah, very mindful about my platform approach. Like, I'm definitely at a, like, max bandwidth situation yeah. in, my, in my life over here. So, um, yeah, TikTok has been part of the equation. Um, but in general, I think, yeah, the, the community slash – it started as a podcast, but it's growing to become so much more. Uh, the beast node that you just mentioned is – Essentially, the, what came to fruition from that COVID clarity moment, um, when, I had, when I was mentioning that virtual event dilemma, uh, everything that kick-started then, uh, around that same time, we also had all of our clients um, in the agency side just hit the big red button, like pause spending, like nobody knew what was going on with the pandemic. Nobody knew anything. So I didn't realize how busy I was just like, just staying busy with all kinds of clients. And I had this moment I've, I've been calling my, my COVID clarity, um, of like everything paused. Uh, there was no client work to do. Um, we stocked up the house with food. Like I was like, I couldn't, like, what are we doing here? It was just time to think and like be with myself for the first time in years, like years. I was just staying busy with any client, any work, helping everybody. Um, and when this pause came, I, I kind of had this moment where. I've I've recognized in my life I've had powerful pivot points. Um, one of the one of them has been uh, discovering the School of Greatness, both the book and the podcast um, from Lewis House was mm-hmm. a, a big impact in my life. When I was kind of mentioning those those darker moments, being able to turn around, um, that was a large catalyst of that. So I've always had in my head of like recognizing how powerful a, a piece of media or a book or podcast can be in the right moment at the right time when people hear the right words can shift their trajectory and not only their life, but now the lives of people around them as well. And I had recognized that value for so long and always had this pipeline dream of like, yo, I'm going to make a podcast one day. I'm going to make a show. I'm going to do this and uh, just never did it. So finally, when the COVID clarity uh, moment came and I had all this extra bandwidth, this extra time to think, I was like, why would you not? Like, why (laughs) would you not? Um, And it was just this culmination, again, of everything I had prior done prior uh, to that coming together all in one and wanted to really build it out under this brand called the beast node. Um, And the acronym for beast is for business, entertainment, art, and sports talent. Um, So I wanted to create this, this home base of absorbing people's story, capturing their story to have it just recorded on History Forever, kind of their version of their story, um, and then their best advice to be an elite, like high-performance human. Um, in it was across all of those mediums, business, entertainment, art, and sports. Um, so that hybrid vision really was the core of this community. I started the podcast um, and... It was originally only supposed to be a podcast, but now it's grown into live stream productions, into a Discord community that's going, like, 24-7. Uh, and it's just become so much more than than just a show. So um, it was something, yet again, that was supposed to be a, a tiny little seed um, and... Just watering it and iterating every week is is has led me to what it, what it's become now. So um, it's just a relentless community of of extremely supportive supporters. Um, we've got artists, athletes, uh, entrepreneurs, um, all mixing it up and mingling in in this little community we've got building, um, and it's just been been amazing so far. But I think it's really only the beginning of of this this journey. Um, so I think. I see a much higher level, um, multimedia expansion in, in the coming years, Mm -hmm. um, beyond just a podcast, but, uh, it was, it was a catalyst for sure. Um, for, for some reason, yeah, that just having that time to, to sit with yourself, um, and let, let those, those pipeline dreams come, come to the surface rather than pushing it off. Oh, one more year, one more yeah. whatever. Um, that was just the biggest moment for me. And now the more I can do that for other people, the more energy I have. And that's where it's just been this reciprocation of, of helping people bring their ideas to reality. Um, I think the biggest shame, the biggest, the worst thing that can happen in life is somebody going to their grave with, with their dreams and with their ideas stuck in their head and they never got a chance to write it or to share it or to do it. Um, and that's, that's the moment I, I want to alleviate for as many people as possible. Um, so whether they want to write a book or write a podcast or start a show or uh, be a pop star, like that was where my music, the music world, like in me, I just want to help people's ideas get converted to reality. Um, and that's the lane I've, I've discovered. And it just it, there's so much positive energy and positive feedback there that it would be dumb to ignore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's like basically my mission statement and you're preaching to like, I'm that's the situation I'm in. I mean, I haven't had, I had one day off since everything shut down just because I I lost half my staff and everything got crazy busy. Like it was insane. It's been insane. And I'm like, I gotta, I want to do this thing. I was editing a lot more video and doing all this stuff. Now I just don't have the time. So I may be, I may be calling you here soon, (laughs) but I (laughs) love, but I love that. Like I love your energy. And, and that's what it really comes down to as well you know it's supposed to be the other way around i'm supposed to bring people on right and they fall into my funnel but gonna, we were
1: just chatting about this you need to clarify no, strategy no, my, <laughs> my buddy he's got a he's got a food
0: delivery uh like marketplace kind of business and he was on the show and he pitched me on the show and i totally took the bait and i was like fuck this was supposed <laughs> to go the other way <laughs> i love it sometimes sometimes you have to give to receive i love it yeah. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up, man. Thank you so much. I mean, this is, this is fantastic. There's I'm looking forward to like the, the micro content from this because there's so many great little gems. True. Um, where can people get in contact with you? What's the best way if somebody wants to ask you questions or po- potentially potentially uh, Procure your services. Where where's the best way to?
1: to yeah, uh, LinkedIn is my home base at the moment. I am exploring the the platform hops. Um, I've been experimenting with the yeah, at Twitch and TikTok, um, but right now LinkedIn home base for sure. Um, Travis Lochner, L A C H N E R. Uh, that's going to be your best bet. Um, And then anybody interested in joining our community that I was referencing here, um, the Beast Node community, if you're an an entertainer, an athlete, an artist, or any type of creative being, um, we'd love to have you in the mix. Feel free to just jump to beast.club, and you can jump in there uh, to join our little family adventures we got going. Um, But that's pretty much it. LinkedIn or beast.club will bring you to our our little home base. You can hop in and join the mix with us.
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. I'm definitely going to be in touch. And there will be some, some post prod of this show. But, uh, yeah, let's continue the conversation. Oh, you got me pumped. You got me pumped. Yes. Oh, you all are all pumped because we got a great weekend lined up. Let's go get it. We'll see you next week, everybody. Peace out.
2: Listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting twenty-four hours a day.
4: Hey, everybody! It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on TalkRadio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here
5: on TalkRadio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the mind behind leadership here on TalkRadio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy,
4: host of the new podcast, Wise Content Makes Wealth.